and welcome to the Can't Race for Shed podcast. The only CRS podcast that this week said it would do something and decided to fight wasps instead. This week's episode is called Binder's Pushbike Blinder. I'm joined by my regular host, Jimmy. Say good day, Jimmy. Good day, Jimmy. And by G, by Jingo, by Crikey, we've got a big one for you guys tonight. And it's all pretty much going to be MotoGP because I think we've just seen one of the best races of all time. Chains were lubed, the track was lubed, and it turns out, unlike F1, you can have a race at the same place twice and have a different result. Yeah. (laughs) So, before we actually get to the race, remember last week I went through... Fire and explosions and brilliance. Yes, but I went through the uh, list of riders and you picked your favourite. Purely by namesake. Do you remember who that was? It was Maverick. I couldn't tell you Maverick his first Vinales. name. Maverick Vinales. Just Maverick. No, Maverick is his first name. I don't care. <laughs> I just picked it for Maverick. Anyway. Did he finish last? He... No, he didn't take part. Is it because he was too good and decided to back out and go fly, um, go fly carrier aircraft for the US um, no, Navy? No, it's not that. It's probably one of the bigger controversies to hit MotoGP in recent years. I did wonder why I didn't hear his name or see it. I did look for it when I when I watched the highlights, Uh and I was like, he must. He's obviously flying Super Hornets for the US now. It's the only thing that makes sense. He was suspended by his team, and his entry was withdrawn over the (laughs) over the unexplained irregular operation of the motorcycle during last Sunday's Styrian GP. Uh, uh, what was it to say? Can you translate any of that to English? <clears throat> yes, I'll explain it in a second. I just want to get the official statement from Yamaha. Uh, Yamaha's conclusion is that the rider's actions could have potentially caused significant damage to the engine of his YZR M1 bike, which could have caused serious risk to the rider himself and possibly posed a danger to all other riders in the MotoGP race. The rider will not be replaced at the Austrian GP. Uh, and is suspended indefinitely, we will look at replacing him for further future Grand Prix. What the hell was he doing to be that good? So, I've watched the video, and in the last couple of laps, basically, he wrings the absolute neck out of the bike and leaves it on the limiter for multiple seconds. And when he crosses the line, he just pulls the clutch in and wrings its neck for, I'd say, at least two to three full seconds at maximum RPM which is not designed to do whilst they're moving. So they have a start program where they do it off the line, right. but it's not supposed to be on the limiter for that long. So and it's cost them... banned for just revving his bike? Yeah, pretty much. But it's isn't cost... that what it's... you dickheads do on bikes? That's what dickheads do on bikes. I hear it all the but... fucking time. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, it's uh, it's cost the Yamaha team an engine in their allocation. They can't use that engine again. It's completely ruined. Okay, so that's like F1. Only a certain amount of engines allowed. Didn't know that. But, and here's the coincidence and the theory, because it, the, the offense itself wasn't huge. I wouldn't really to... say it's like 
kick no. him out of the sport bad. No, he's not been kicked out of the sport. He's just been suspended by his team. Seems weird. It it does. It very much does. But um, he he just before that weekend. So I think it was like the Tuesday or the Wednesday of that weekend. He announced he was leaving the team and moving to Aprilia. Is Aprilia so better? Are... No. Aprilia is what's known <laughs> as a Aprilia is what's known as a concession team. So they actually have a couple of rules that follow from the old CRT rules. So they get a couple of extra engines in the in the season. They get seven instead of five. But I think they have a couple of like upgradey bits that they're allowed to have that no one else is allowed to have. Is it because it's just that bad? Yes, pretty much. <laughs> um, so you you basically you sign up as a privateer team or like a factory team with concession. And then if you get, I think it's three third places, two second places, or a win, you're no longer a concession team. So they haven't done that. Right. It's exclusively results-based as to whether or not you qualify for that. That just anyway. sounds, sounds a bit weird. So, so Aprilia, a factory team, is yes. a concession team. Because they're not very good. Correct. Okay. Good. That's just brilliant. Well done. Um, okay, so what's the conspiracy theory? That it wasn't that bad, but Yamaha just got the shits up with him, so they've sacked him, citing that reason, knowing they're not going to have to keep him on, and he's gone to Aprilia. Right. Okay. He's still got the best name on the grid. He does, absolutely, but it'd be on possibly one of the, or pretty much the worst bike on the grid. Right, 2022 championship. <laughs> Not going to happen. Anyway, Pretty the race itself, good. the race itself had the biggest first second finishing margin of the entire season. It was 9.991 seconds. So you would think that it was a boring race. Someone just got out front and stayed there. But oh my god, would you be wrong? Well, technically, someone did end up getting out front and stayed there. Yes, for like two laps. And granted, I think they had like a 20 second lead at one point, which then got cut down quite a bit. Yes. Yes, correct. Anyway, the race itself was. So the whole, whole of Sunday. Everyone was like, it is going to rain. It will rain at some point. It will rain during one of the races. The start was completely dry. Not an inch of rain. There were clouds, but not an inch of rain anywhere to be had. So it was declared a dry race, which meant if it did rain, it would become that flag-to-flag type race that I've explained to you before, where they have to come in and change to the spare bike with a wet setup of wet tyres. Yes, which apparently changes the suspension and other stuff, and it's just yeah, they silly, soften it up a little silly, bit. Silly bike stuff. So they just basically give it a full wet setup, which they're allowed to do. Oh, I, I want fuck that. I just want them to have to sit in the pits having to change the tires. They do in endurance racing. Exactly. So it's doable. MotoGP are just pussies. <laughs> anyway. 
So the whole race goes ahead, and it's hectic as it is. The Red Bull Ring is a brilliant track for these bikes. In fact, they went three wide into turn six. It's not going to be soon when I tell you about what they've got planned for you. <laughs> you fucking wait. Oh, you're going to fucking love it. I can't wait to ruin your life. So you could barely get two cars too wide into turn six, as Perez and Leclerc found out. MotoGP, they were three wide. And it was absolutely mental. There was overtakes everywhere. People were freaking out. A couple of people had actually gone for soft rear tyres, which they were basically banking on it raining about halfway through because otherwise those tyres would be absolutely shot. So a couple of guys like Marquez and and, um, a couple of others had soft rear tyres. A couple of them had the hard rear tyre, thinking they were going to do pretty much the full race. So no one actually knew what... was doing doing on what's a and if i remember from last week you saying a bike that is down on top speed massively hugely yes um, it, it did appear that yeah he he was doing quite well that's to be admitted so the race goes ahead the race goes ahead it's getting down to the last i think six laps yes and all of a sudden laps. you start you start seeing camera like you start seeing rain spots on on the cameras just just a little bit nothing to to worry about but Jack Miller and Alex Rins jump into the pits they've they're pretty much out of the championship to the point where it's it's mathematically possible but it's not going to happen so they're it, risking it a, everything it was a brave move it was absolutely and if they had a little bit more time it would have been all right about six weeks ago, would have been all yeah. right for him if it come down a bit heavier, a bit sooner. Then their yeah. genius move to go in the pits one lap before just about everyone else would have been the genius move, but it just didn't rain hard enough for it to come off. Yeah, so they've gone into the pits. Everyone is like, "What are they doing? It's you're not going to have enough time. It's not going to rain hard enough." For like, those wet tires to be worth it, <laughs> and like then Tor, Tor Rosso making fucking strategy decisions all over again. And then, as they're coming around turn seven, the lap after that, it pisses down. Like God has unzipped his trousers and taken a giant piss on the circuit. And for those of you that don't believe in God, um, imaginary friend takes Tinkle. But it absolutely chucks it down. Riders are putting their arms in the air, basically saying, stop the race. But it's a flag-to-flag race. So it can't be stopped unless the rain the rain level is dangerous on wet tyres, which basically means the track is just absolutely flooded. Yeah, come to mention that. I remember seeing that as they all came round sort of into the third sector and like all of the, like, the top group of riders at that point were like, yeah, fucking let's stop this now. I didn't yeah. quite understand what was what they were doing with the arms up in the air thing, and then one of the commentators said about flag to flag, and I was like, but why are they waving their arms around like dickheads? It's not even that wet, and they're still on fucking slick bikes. Yeah, so if it was a wet race, and the conditions got progressively worse, the riders would chuck their arms up in the air and say, look, this is stupid, and the race would be stopped. So what you're saying is essentially 
all of those, and I think at that point it was about four or five riders all together. Six of them. Six, six of them. They were running in a pack of six. Yeah. So those six riders all tried to pull the motorcycle equivalent of footballs being tapped lightly in the shin. And no, over. I'd yes. compare it more to Ayrton Senna at Adelaide 1991 where he's waving his arms to stop the race. No. That's I what would... they were sort of trying to do. No, no. What they were trying to do was, oh, it's raining and we don't want to have to swap bikes onto the wet bikes we have pre-prepared in the garage. So if we just call <laughs> it oh, quits now, we're, we're the winners. No, fuck off. In the pits you go, on the wet bike, because clearly... As we're about to find out, as long as you've got ginormous testicles, it's not that bad. Yep. So with four laps to go, they all hop into the pits except for Brad Binder. So all of those top six and pretty much everyone behind. Brad Brad Binder had a friend. I don't know his name, but there was someone else. He wasn't in the top six, but he wasn't that far off. So those two continued on. Everyone else jumped into the pits and swapped bikes. <laughs> and basically, Valentino Rossi was on, on course for his 200th Grand Prix podium at one point on a yeah. bike that is just a complete pile of shit. Yeah, the commentators full on cursed him. They were like, oh, yeah. Rossi, Rossi's looking on for a third here. And then all of a sudden, you just watch his name tumble down. Drop the down the order. <laughs> it's like, Wow, you shitheads. You just couldn't have kept your mouth shut, could you? Yeah, but basically they were running in like a pack of four or five of their own. And they're still on slicks. They didn't come in at all. So they're still struggling and tiptoeing. It's basically like putting someone on their first bike ride ever. They're not leaning in. They're not accelerating that hard. And it cuts to a shot of Brad Binder on the way from turn one to turn three. And the bike is just stepping out every single way. Oh, he was like third, fourth gear, pinning it, just going, ah, fuck it. You'll find yeah. the traction. That, that's what he's known for, is being the ballsiest man out there. South Africa's finest. Oh, actually, I forgot to mention, before this happened, when it was still reasonably dry, uh, Jorge Martin went for a move on, I believe it would have been Francesco Bagnaia. He went for a move into turn three. And then Fabio Quadraro looked at his move and he went, fuck it, I'll make a move on both of you. Came back from a mile and a half and overtook two bikes at the same corner. I would also like to add as well, after putting on the wet stuff, Mark Marquez decided winning this race would be easier if I fell over. <laughs> he, he did do that. He did do that. So on the last lap, it looked like all the guys who'd stayed out on slicks were going to finish ahead of all the guys who'd gone in for wets. It was They were getting to turn five, turn six, and they were still ahead. And then all of a sudden, Peko Bagnaia, Jorge Martin, and Juan Mir, the, two, like the three of the top guys that had gone in for wets, just emerged from behind them doing literally a million. And they just swamped through all of them. They took second, third, and fourth. But Brad Binder staying on slicks with massive testicles Huge. took his second ever win. Huge testicles. And it... basically, I spent the last 10 minutes of watching that race just going, what the fuck? 
I have no idea about Binder's history or anything like that. But when you watch someone going up, was essentially a straight, but obviously, according to the guys that designed the track at Austria, turn two. Clearly, he had that pinned, and the back end yep. is just wobbling everywhere whilst he's just going, I'm not lifting off. No. Fuck that. Brad Binder in Moto3, which is basically F3. He got, I think, a rid drop penalty for a technical infringement that wasn't his fault. So in qualifying, I think something was wrong with the bike and he was dropped to last place on the grid and he won that race. Was he went from last. Inf- was the technical infringement the fact that they had to cut special spaces in Bitty's testicles? Possibly, but he started last in, I think, what was like a 32-33 bike grid, and he won the race. Yes. And these races are only like, these races are only like 20-something laps. So it just shows this man has the biggest balls. Are we talking future world champion sort of talent, or are we talking about he got lucky? Um, mm. Mm? Ooh. Uh, it, um, oh, that's that's a tricky one. That's a tricky question. So um, we're so we're not saying he's a Sebastian Vettel at a wet Monza in two thousand and eight. We're we're more thinking he might be an Esteban Ocon. Uh, no, uh, hun- not quite hun- that hungry. bad. Not quite that bad. Um, uh, let's do Pierre Gasly. Ah, He's so- got a lot of talent. He just hasn't been given the machinery, and he's also got the sort of riding style of Max Verstappen. Oh, so no, he's hang- way too hang- aggressive and drops it. Hang on, no, we can't compare him to Pierre Gasly because Pierre Gasly was given the machinery and was definitely not Max Verstappen. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he's, he's on subpar machinery. He is very, very aggressive. Sometimes that's his undoing, but he is blindingly quick. I'm trying to honestly so, think of an F1 driver... That never won the championship. That was blindingly quick. That oh, one effort that won a race or two. You and can't. I can, I can only think of one, and I get the feeling Binder is not that good. Who is it? Um, Gilles Villeneuve. I I probably wouldn't put him in that category. No. Yeah, bl- blindingly quick. Didn't ever win a championship, but he is known as well. Villeneuve's known as the um, fastest man never to win a championship. Yeah, that that's that's his gift to the world as well as one of my middle names. I thought that was Sterling Moss. No, Sterling Moss is the biggest idiot not to win a world championship. Well, he he was just too nice. Is too much of a gentleman. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, no. Um, Gilles Villeneuve is the fastest man never to win a world championship. Moss is just the nicest man never to win one. Yeah, hang on. Here we go. I've, I've looked up the results for the Jerez Grand Prix for Moto3. 2016 Jerez Grand Prix. Brad Binder first. Grid position. Do you want to have a stab? Well, I don't know. Did somehow we start 30th? 35th. 35th. It came from 35th to win a 23-lap race. I just want to throw it out there. Have you just considered that everyone else in the race was shit? No, because some of these guys, Francesco Bagnaia is was also in the race. He finished second in well, the he, Austrian Grand Prix. He might have been Bastianini's sh- in MotoGP. He might have been shit back then. Oh, Fabio Quadraro, he's in line for the World Championship. He might have been shit back then. No, he was taken out. Jorge Martin, he won last week. Didn't he Jorge start on pole this week? He did, for the second week in a row. And then just disappear. He's essentially put an Alpine on, on, on the front row and won with it. He's put, yes. it on, he's put it on pole twice. Yeah, and then this week just disappeared backwards. Not entirely. I think he still finished... Fourth or fifth? Was that thanks to the rain, though? Uh, let me have a look. I feel like that might be no, thanks he, to the rain. He finished third, and he was on the wet tires. Oh, okay, fair enough. Anyway, so that's most of what happened that weekend, and it was absolutely mental. If you haven't watched it, I'd encourage you to at least watch the last four lap highlight video because it actually starts with that um, two-in-one move that I talked about. Okay, so we, we've covered a young South African man having massive, massive testicles and winning a push-bike race. Yes. Good. Now, MotoGP have had a couple of issues at that track of recent. Obviously, last year's very famous accident where someone tried to behead Valentino Rossi. Yes. They, they nearly did a brilliant job. Yeah. And then, obviously, the first race there this year where bikes burst into flames. Yes. But that, on, that could have happened at any track, though. On normal stuff, where would you say the best overtaking opportunity is for bikes on that track. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, turn three. Turn three. Brilliant. No, no, no. No, no, no. Turn no, three. No, no, no. Wait. <laughs> so if I wanted to um, slow the bikes down going into that turn, because apparently someone thinks they're going a bit too quickly into it, what would you do, Jimmy? <laughs> I suppose you'd put a chicane in. They're going to put a chicane in. For God's sake. Halfway up the street. Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) I saw the story because someone put it on an F1 forum and was like, why are they doing this? And then someone just commented, 
Don't worry, they're not. They're just doing it tomorrow, GP. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> I need to look this up. <laughs> I deliberately didn't send it to you just because I know how much it would upset you. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, it's the best. And it doesn't Ooh, hang even on. look like a good chicken. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> uh, a decision has been made in cooperation with the FIA and Formula One group. Formula One's not going to do it. It's just no, for the look, they're taking. If you actually no, if you look at the the track map, it looks like they're going to add that chicane in permanently. No, I don't think they will. I think they're going to test it on you two wheeled fuckers first. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The Red Bull Ring will have two variations. For God's sake. <laughs> Formula One will be able to continue to race with that chicane and continue to use the layouts in current oh, For God's sake. There it is. Read the article. Oh. Why? <laughs> oh. This is what happens when health and safety people get involved in motorsport. It shouldn't be this funny, but it's just the amount of joy you were like, yeah, turn three is the best overtaking point. Now wait. (laughs) They've literally... But the the good thing is, that's not the only overtaking point. Unlike Formula One, where you've got turn three or turn four. We yeah, had three wide into turn six. There was overtakes into turn seven, turn nine, turn but, one. But this is how the Red Bull ring lends itself to bikes and being three wide and all that and two wide going into all those other corners is because there's nothing quite as hampering as a chicane to yes. spread, to stop all form of side by side. That will do that, and then there'll be no going unless someone gets it royally wrong. You're not going to end up with anyone. It's going to spread the field, and I very much doubt you're going to get hard like anywhere near as close to racing through the second sector because they won't be able to build the speed up to get a slipstream going into turn three, which then means going into turn four is going to be infinitely harder as well. Let's so, let's just see how it goes. Let's see how it goes. You've seen the profile of the hairpin or the um, chicane. It's I not have. going to go well. It's actually it's... a little bit wider than I was expecting. I was expecting a full tight, completely ruin the whole thing. It's, it's no Nürburgring, is it? And the way the bikes have to weight transfer, it's going to be horrible yeah. for them. It's going to um, be really... Also, I completely forgot a shout-out to Miguel Oliveira, who missed last week with a broken right wrist, but came back and rode this week. He didn't finish the race. He had to pull off. He was in too much pain. The only but reason... he rode, like, 75% of that race. And if if you ask any bike rider the one injury they don't want, it would be a right wrist injury. The Every only... time you break, you have to hold yourself up. Every time you accelerate, you have to flex that wrist. Every time you pick the bike up, you're using your wrist. It's the worst. 
the only reason he was so adamant about racing this week is because he saw the plans for that chicane and went, I've got to, I've got to ride it whilst it's good. <laughs> also, um, remember how I said he married his cousin? Oh, is he the one that married his cousin? That's That's not quite true. Uh, mm. From what you're saying, it sounds worse. He's marrying his stepsister. And they kept their relationship secret for about 12 years. Right. First of all, I just want to say, at least he's no longer marrying someone that is actually blood-related to him. Yes, but second of all, I've seen this somewhere. <laughs> Uh, have you? Yes. <laughs> you would have no idea what I'm talking about if Sam's standing right behind you, but... She's not, and I still have no idea what you're talking about. What, a stepbrother I... and a stepsister engaging in less than favourable activities? I'm not going to lie. I would find it fucking hilarious if their fucking relationship started off her getting in the washing machine. <laughs> If if that's not part of their wedding vows that they've missed a trick. (laughs) What are you doing, step bro? I'm getting married. Oh, oh, good God. Anyway, let's move it on, please. Right, but oh, this have, gets out of hand. Have we done with bikes and your weird incest sport? Uh, yes, I think so. Right, okay, we, we've done push bikes for another week. Is there a race next weekend? I don't think so. I think there's one week off and then we're at Silverstone. Right, so we've got no bike talk next week. Um, I don't think there's a Grand Prix either. I think there is. Is it next weekend, the Grand Prix? I think this. Uh, I think so. You let me check. Hang on. No, I think it's weekend uh, after. Fuck, I hope it is. Why are you not going to be able to watch it? Oh, shit. Oh. No, Sunday, 29th of August. You're all right. Yeah, yeah, oh, thank God. Okay, yeah, so next week we're going to have to definitely talk more about um, Step Bro and Step Sister. No. Um, <laughs> there'll be another news story, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I think, I think we've, we've got a small amount of um, F1 news. It's, my, my, yeah, we've got my new amount of F1 news. Um, okay. And that's but Helmut Marco is suggesting they might not keep Sergio Perez. Oh, yeah, of course. I, I, I have no idea why, but yes, that is something I have heard. Yeah. Um, unconfirmed at the moment. Obviously, we don't know whether Helmut Marco was looking at Sergio Perez when he said it because no one has a fucking clue where that man's looking. No. But 
yeah, he's he's made suggestions um, that they have other options, like, well, potentially that New Zealand lad if they want to ruin his career. Um, what do you mean, if? You no, know, they they will ruin his career if they bring him up to F one too soon, which is what they do with all of them. Um, also, they you know what they could employ an actual um, Dutch champion. Yes. Yes, they could. Uh, I just don't see why they would. What What would be the benefit? I, I don't know. I just think sometimes Helmut Marco just likes to talk. Possibly. It's just... I, and obviously, with everything that's gone on with Red Bull in the last month... They've not exactly come out smelling like roses. No. Helmut Marco should have shut up a little bit before, but has constantly argued his point, which, fair enough. His driver, whatever, stuff's happened. Yeah. But Sergio Perez has like a cult following of fans. Oh, yeah. Why would you deliberately try and piss off what is essentially 90% of the F1 community you believe... Sergio Perez deserves to be in F1 by going my not employing. Yeah. For next it's year. It's just stupid. Yeah. I, I, honestly, at this point, I can't work out whether he's just doing it to get attention or if he's being serious, why? I have no idea. I... I... He's done everything that would have been required from him. Yes. He's been the second best performing teammate that's changed team this year. The the, the only person that's above him is Sainz in actually yeah. sort of performance out of the car versus their teammate who's established at the yeah. team. He's, he's second best on that. Probably Red Bull winning the driver or constructors championship until the Hungarian Grand Prix. He's he's been in the right position enough, and he's won a fucking race. Exactly. Which none... he did. The brief was: if Max Verstappen fails, we need you to be there to win the race. Max Verstappen, well, Max didn't fail; the tire did. Yeah, and then Lewis failed. Yes. And, but he but, won the race. Yeah, he, he was exactly where he needed to be to win that race. Whereas I would, honestly, wouldn't have had the confidence but Albon or Gasly would have been in that position. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I don't fucking understand it. It's just Helmut talking out of his ass. I think so, yeah. Which he usually does. He just likes a bit of controversy, doesn't he? Surprised he doesn't wear pants on his face. Swap it around. Yeah, why not? That's I uh, don't think I've got any other F one news for this week. Um about the most most it's happened. Um Formula E, Mercedes won a championship and pulling out. Yep. So it's like they learnt it from someone. Yeah, I I wish I could pull out as well as Mercedes are. Yeah. Or or their ex-drivers. 
Um, that's all I'm going to mention about um, the annoying. Uh, didn't you have some sort of news oh, you on. wanted to talk about? No, but I, I will say that, that Max Verstappen isn't the Dutch world champion that we thought we'd get. But Nick de Vries is? Yes. Yes. He's... Nick de Vries, first Dutch Formula champion. Yes. He's, he's done it in Formula E, and that counts. Doesn't matter, we're counting it. He's he should be in F1. He's clearly far better than any other Dutch driver in F1. Well, now hang on, that's it's a bit much. Sometimes, just like Helmut Marco, I like to say shit. <laughs> I just I, I don't I don't even know what to say. What about Nick de Vries or Helmut Marco? You, oh, <laughs> <laughs> just just trying to be controversial. Sorry, Axie. Yeah. but technically you're in a British colony right now, so sit the fuck down. <laughs> anyway, anyway. You, yeah, I was gonna say you, you you said before podcast there was you you had something that you hadn't told me about. Oh, it was Vinales' suspension. Oh, fucking Maverick. What a guy. Fucking yeah. legend. Ripped a bike like all good bike riders do. Yeah, I will link the the um the onboard video if I uh, can find it because I only saw it on Facebook. But uh, I will try and link the onboard video of his last couple of laps. And it, it doesn't look that bad. I think Yamaha has basically just cracked the shits. And gone, no, you're off to Aprilia. Oh, but the I... reason he's off to Aprilia is a lot like... Excuse me. Is a lot like uh, why Daniel Ricciardo left Red Bull. Basically, they've got Fabio Quadraro, he's their future, and they've built a bike entirely around him and completely ignored Maverick. I think they just went, we can't have someone ride for us with a cooler name than the actual bike's name. So, off you fuck. So, I guess we don't have any more motorsport news, although I did watch Nashville and that was terrible, but that's all we'll say about that. Oh. People, every time people want us to talk about something, we'll just mention it quickly and move on. Yeah, uh, also... Um... The the big hefty NASCARs, or stock road cars. They did a road course and a curb exploded. Did it actually? I'm gonna watch that in a minute. Yeah, yeah. The, there was. I, I'll be honest. I didn't actually read any more of the story other than that and saw pictures of it. it apparently, it caused chaos. There was exploding stuff. None of the drivers even knew what a curb was, let alone an apex. You're kidding. No, not in NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. They were, was, they were so scared they had to turn right that it was... It was it was all a shock for them. And I genuinely think the race organisers just laid it down because they'd seen it in F1 and went, well, they have these on the inside of a corner. They just forgot to actually stick it down. <laughs> so when one of the cars went over it, it just went, nah, okay, we're going with the car. 
So, yeah, NASCAR tried to do a thing, it fucked up, and now they look stupid. Right. Um, I think that's that pretty much covers all all the motorsport. Um, sim racing news. Jimmy found out that Toyotas aren't as rose tinted glass and all that. They're not as good as what he thought. Oh, it's funny how you remember things. Right. Uh yeah, I think, I think we're on to... Is it people it that can people get fucked? People get fucked. Yeah, I always, always a, a delight. I have a category. Do you? Because I don't. I do. And it was something today that, that angered me a lot. Oh, no. People that pull up to a set of traffic lights and stop okay. whilst the light is red... And then whilst the light continues to be red, they start rolling forwards. Like, they've left an overly big gap either to the car in front of them or to the actual line that the lights are on. They stop, and then whilst the light is still red, they just slowly roll forwards, and then they stop, and then they creep a little bit more. And then by the time the lights actually turn green... There's a fucking car's length in between you and them that you could have been in if they had actually just stopped where they were fucking supposed to and then didn't feel like being a fucking creep. It's fucking no, annoying. That is correct. And they can get fucked. <laughs> I think you're a little bit angrier about this than you should be, but I, I definitely get it. To be fair, it's, it it's might have had slightly some, annoying. It might have had something to do with the person that did this to me was driving through a 60 mile an hour zone, so 120 for you. Was it what? No, 100, 60 miles 100, an hour is 100. Yeah, 100. Yeah, so 100 zone for you. They, they yeah. were driving at, um, so 45 for me, um, which would be what, 70, 70, 75 for you? Oh, that's oh. 80. 80. I think it'd be 80. There'd be death. Yeah, so they they were doing that, and then just be, just as we were getting towards these traffic lights, they went red, which immediately told me if I was allowed to do the speed limit, I would have made it through those lights. But you were in the way, and then they stopped, and then persisted to creep the entire time they were red, and by the time they went green, there was a car and a half's width between me and them because I'm sat there going I'm not moving you're a cunt I'm not moving until that fucker goes green I'm just going to make you look like an asshole. <laughs> I, I I get it's a mild annoyance and I get that you were paying attention to it because the you you do every little minor thing that wouldn't annoy you on the on, on your own or on its own you instantly become massively pissed off by. Like I genuinely want to take the memory card out of my dash cam and upload this footage just so you can see do. the annoyance. Please do. <laughs> I I will take it out. I will see if I can find the footage and I will put it on YouTube and upload it to the Discord. 
just so you can see the level of I'm going to drive slowly and then I'm going to creep. Right. And if I can, I'm going to try and find some unlicensed Benny Hill music to the creeping part. Just says, I hate, I hate nah, when people so add Bentley uh, I hate when people add Benny Hill music to everything. <laughs> right. Brilliant. It's not worth it. <laughs> That's people who can get fucked. People who add Benny Hill music to places it's not needed. <laughs> People at traffic lights, Benny Hill music. Uh, other people who can get fucked quickly. Other people who can get fucked. Oh, not targeting a particular person, but people who say they're going to do one thing, they're committed to it, and then they don't show up and they're caught doing something else. That oddly feels... Targeted. Oh, specific to one person. <laughs> no, does, I've, I've got family that do this. Does 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 feel targeted? I've I've got family that do this. Oh yeah, we'll be at we'll be at that lunch and why why were you not there? Oh sorry. What's his face? Decided he wanted to go out for ice cream, so we did that instead. Sorry. I'm, I'm... That that can absolutely get fucked. I feel like you're clinging to something for something you've said. I I will add to this. Saying you can't do something and then doing something else that is the same thing but mildly different <laughs> when you've when you've committed to something and, and yeah. Like if if the issue then becomes you you want to do the other thing, you just need to uncommit to the first thing. Yes. Not just message saying I'm not I'm not gonna do this this week. Message the person that runs the thing saying, I'm really sorry, I'm I'm moving over to this thing, I'm now not gonna be able to compete for the rest of the season. I've I mean, for the rest of the thing. That's the right thing to do because you've made you've made this more specific than I have. Yes, I have because it, it's it, it's a frustrating thing that people don't seem to realise that we take time out of our lives with our families, and we we work full time as well on top of that to to run stuff. For this community, correct. And I, I know I personally plan what, two to three hours for every new series, just working out logistics. Yeah, like luckily for me, my new series that stuff will be being announced this week. It obviously I have the benefit, but. You tend to think of a new series every series, whereas my yes. stuff is rinse and repeat. But I take time out of my time to actually organize all this stuff and get it yeah. running. You get yelled at by Sam every time you attend. Yes, it's <laughs> thing, and like I'm, I'm at the moment, I'm pretty much working fifty hour weeks. <laughs> 
Oof. No, no, thank you. I've done that for quite a long time. Yeah. I'm... And I was actually lined up to do that. I was lined up to do a uh, hundred and forty something hours in ten days. Ouch. So, um, but that got cancelled because of COVID. So. Yeah. No. At at the moment, like we're two days into this week, and I'm already on four hours overtime on on my full time job already. So, and we're only Ouch. on the first two days. <laughs> I can. I can... That's... Tell you tomorrow's because I get to work with my boss and he doesn't believe in finishing times. Tomorrow's not oh. going to be much better for me. So yes, I my boss that I work for in another division of the company I work for now. You turned up to a shift, and it was basically what time are we finishing? Oh, we'll finish when we're finished. Okay, so what do I tell my family? What time am I going to be home? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty much the same with, with my boss. And also throw on top the fact that he never stops for lunch, which means if you, oh, want, yeah. to, if you want to eat... Like, you have to do it on the move. Well, ge- yep, generally, when I, when I work with him, you, you eat at 60 miles an hour on your way to the next job, which also yes, makes I've, changing gear quite fun. I've done that too, where we... I, I want to say weren't allowed. The work never allowed us to to have lunch. So you basically had it on the fly, and they they were fine with that. Yeah, Which, yeah. I mean, no, my work. Of course, they would be much... fine with that because <laughs> not being fine with that would be more illegal than the illegal thing they were already doing. Yep. Yeah, no, my work's very much the you, you are you are. We'll tell you to your face. You are one hundred percent entitled to that uninterrupted half an hour lunch break. Would very much rather you took it sixty miles an hour though. In yeah. between jobs, actually, actually, that job is where I racked up my first nineteen-hour workday. That's that's impressive. <laughs> but my point I've only being... done it. I've, I've only done it twice. <laughs> my my point being, not not bragging about all the fun overtime we get to work. <laughs> <laughs> it's it. We we don't just throw this shit together. It actually no. takes some work and some ta- like time out of our time and maybe not getting to do the fun things we want to do for the sake of trying to make fun things for everyone else to do. And it is frustrating. This isn't like an, like an oh, feel sorry for us, but like, you know, I, it's not we're victim playing the victim we're not we're just saying all we need is a little bit of notice yeah if you're not going to show up to something if you want to pull out of something that's fine i mean obviously it's sad that we want as many people competing in our stuff as as uh, as, as we can but if you want to withdraw from something let us know yep don't make us have to look for you and find you playing another game yeah, because it's, it's just or, annoying. Or even dumber than that, don't post you playing another game at the time you're meant to be competing with us. Don't post on our Discord that you've been playing another game. Hey, check out my highlights from another game when you're supposed to be racing with us. I've, I think you've got more Pacific now than I did. 
Because it's just a dumb <laughs> thing to do. It's like, yeah, it's like when work told us to stay off our phones. If I went into the group chat that we have for work and started typing messages, that's what it's like. Yeah, it's which it's actually someone at work did that and got yelled at. I d- like just just in case this person is listening, the the fundamental difference is saying you can't make the race tonight is fine as long as it's like a legitimate I can't make it like I've done for the the racing school that I run on the Thursday because of overtime that I've had to work I can't make it I've not then come home jumped on the wheel and done something else when I could have been running the racing school thing because I couldn't make it that's the difference. Turning around and saying, I'm not going to compete in this championship anymore because I have... Would rather upgra- do something else. I've upgraded my equipment and I'm going to go drive on this now. That's that's the right way to do that. There's no punishment for that. We, we don't yeah. punish success or you moving on to another platform. There's no punishment for that. Everyone intends to one day. I intend to move to PC. Jimmy intends to move to PC. I think so, yeah. There's a a number of things I have to buy first, but sure. Yeah, it it is the goal overall to to move on to another platform. Yeah, actually, just reminded me, I've got one final people who can get fucked that's people who win things coming second is far superior is it people, people who win things can get fucked can they no not really I'm just sick of finishing second I was going to say because but from the trophy count currently yeah about that <laughs> That's another person who can get fucked. People who just can't be asked putting that many trophies in, so they put trophy times six on their on their Discord name just to rub it into the rest of us. We probably my... could have had three or four championships, but continually loses shit and comes second. In my defense, with my name, I can't fit six trophies. What, it, it won't let you, you run out of space. Run out of space, it just puts five and dot, dot, dot. Like you could have put the dot, <laughs> dot, dot as a trophy. You dickhead. <laughs> but so now no. you've gone and, and put trophy times six just to rub it in the face of everyone who enjoys coming second. Yes. Yeah. yeah Actually, no one, no one enjoys coming second because you had the pace to win, but you did not. Hey, I've. To be, I. If I had the time, there would be more. I, if I could compete on a Monday night, there might be a, a couple more. Hopefully. I would um, hope so. I can quite happily say, if I had the time, um, I would have had the um, V6 McGann's. Oh, yeah. Completely. And I'm also feeling, if I had the time... I very much would have been giving you some shit for the um bit five hundreds for the uh, fears. I'll I'll give you that. I certainly wouldn't have had it 
all gi- my own way. I was going to say, gi- giving you shit for it. it I, d- I don't think I would have had it sewn up just for the rounds that I have been in, how close I've been with you. Yeah. I don't, it, it wouldn't be a done deal. Like I'd say that the McGann's, I think I would have had that as a done deal. I just really got on with getting those cars to rotate. Oh, you were blindingly quick. Yeah, and but, that, I think but that it's was... it's it's could it's coulda woulda shoulda mate. Again, I would have had four or five trophies if I got my sleep together. I, I as far as I'm concerned, I'm the winniest winner in in CRS. <laughs> that deserves a ban, Izzy. <laughs> if you're listening, and I know you don't, because <laughs> even though you said you'd support us, you you've never listened to a single episode of what we do here. I think he's still listening. I think he's still listening to the um, episode he was in. <laughs> Probably he does like I, the sound of his own voice. That I, man. I'm also I'm also pretty sure my admin lap time is the only admin lap time on Xbox yeah, that has yeah. not been wanna, beaten. Do you want to add another trophy to your name for that one? I might actually <laughs> just stroke <Bastard>. my ego. <laughs> hey, the challenges are there. Anyone, anyone can. Can have a crack at it and beat it if they want. <laughs> Even that, um, um, we all know Project Cars is quicker on 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 the PC. I'm throwing <laughs> it out there, PC guys, bring it. They don't listen to this podcast. They don't, but they should. Fucking bring it, you PC pricks. <laughs> There we go. Actually, because they don't listen, people who can get fucked, PC players. Hey, you know what? PC like to brag about how they're such the master race. None of them have beaten my fucking admin time. And we have never had a PC player win the fucking rally. The one one thing they can cross-play with, it has been on Xbox every season. I won the first two, <laughs> Rock won the third, and Morgan has won the fourth. There has never been a PC winner of the rally. The one thing they can cross-play with Xbox whilst they're bragging about their mastery of fucking sim racing. Well, the one time you could prove yourselves, you failed four times in a row. <laughs> Look... There's, there's rubbing it in and it's just being a cunt. I'm happy to be a cunt. You know what? I imagine PC feels like Australia in the ashes. <laughs> Actually, it, that reminds me. It around. That reminds me. There's a couple of photos I think you should see leading up to the ashes because England has just set the most, the record for most ducks by the top four batsmen in a calendar year. We're, and we're like halfway through it. We we also had that thing where we um English fans are the worst and might have thrown debris um, at KL Raul. I did see that. Yeah, and also I believe we were caught standing on on the ball. Yes, and also you were completely and utterly in control of the last test yesterday. And basically proceeded to shit the bed dramatically like a lactose intolerant person who's chugged three litres of milk. Yes. 
But luckily, that wasn't the Ashes. So, <laughs> to be fair, our, uh, technically our B team, because most of our, our good players aren't there, our B team got rolled for 63 by Bangladesh. Cool oh, fuck. Yeah. That's fine. It'll all work out. It's it's all going to be fine. Um, I think it was yeah. We rolled for rolled for sixty three in a T twenty inside twelve overs. Good, good. Cricket's going well. The the Ashes are going to be just a shit show. It's going to be two terrible teams turning up to play each other for a very prestigious thing. <laughs> We're fucked. Um, uh, the the only thing I think we've got left to talk about this week, um, that is actually motor racing related, um, is obviously I and I feel terrible because I can't remember her name. Oh yeah, um, but I can't the, pronounce it. The lady that um ran Spa Frankishon, um, the race circuit, um, sadly, um. And from what reports are coming out, and I still don't know if it's been 100% confirmed, um, in a murder-suicide, sadly. Um, Obviously, her husband... Went full Chris Benoit. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming, obviously, suffering was something. Um, You'd think so. Yeah. You'd hate to think that sort of thing developed from an argument. You'd, You'd... I think hope for the for the good of humanity that there was some underlying issue there, and it yeah. wasn't just a snap decision. Yeah, that yeah. Sadly, he's decided to to take her life and and his own shortly after. But yeah, um, hor- horrible news. Yeah, certainly far from ideal. And again, sort of standing on the. As um, a woman within motorsport, which is something obviously the entire community is trying to encourage. Yeah. Um, no, a, a leading woman as well. Someone yeah. who had quite some power. R- I am going to look up her name. Um, and apparently was doing very well at it. Um, life has been has been cut short. Natalie Mallier. Yeah. Um, it's my, my best attempt at that. Yeah, so for the, the encouragement of women within motorsport, and then obviously something tragic like this happens, um, she was clearly sort of for the everyone trying to encourage women drivers, but obviously there's a lot of aspects of motorsport that women can be involved with. Um, and the name, quite frankly, I hadn't heard of until this point or had any clue that there was a woman running Spa Frankishon, which is quite frankly, the way I think it should be, but we don't need to make a big thing out of these things because it should just be happening. Yes. Correct. I I believe circuit directors should be like umpires in a big game. You shouldn't know they're there. Yeah. You only notice they're there, like other drivers actually on the road, you only notice they're there when they do something wrong. Yeah. I'm completely honest. I... Don't give a flying fuck. But a woman was running spa. Had no knowledge of it. Had no interest in it. Obviously knew someone was running 
the the race circuit. G- gender wasn't a thing in that. Yeah. But incredibly sad to hear, and it would be incredibly sad to hear it if it if it was a, a male that had died. But sadly, it's one of the few females that were in a position of power within motorsport, and that kind of makes it a little bit worse. Correct. Yeah, so very a very sad note to end on, unfortunately, but Yeah. Probably something that well actually definitely something that had to be mentioned. Yeah. Um yeah, ju- just just for the, obviously the achievement she she had made herself. Um mm-hmm. and for the fact that it wasn't made a big thing but she had made this achievement clearly speaks to her being obviously quite a humble person. Yeah. So, yeah, no, absolute congratulations to her and an incredibly sad, sad way to, to end that chapter for her. Yeah. It's pretty I think, sad. Yeah, I've, I've, I think that's probably, unless you've got anything else. No. Motorsport, sim racing, push bikes. I do not know. Well, I, I think on sadly on this incredibly sad note is where we'll probably call call an end to to tonight's podcast. Correct. That's probably all we've really got in in the information. We we did ask actually. We'll we'll bring it up to a lighter note. We we did ask for things to talk about. We knew we weren't going to have much, and you all failed us. Yes. I know John. John mentioned earlier about talking about um, fucking hummingbirds, e, but but no one cares about that. And I think Stezza mentioned something about children, but other than that, yeah. Well, Stezza, he's a miserable was, bastard. Yeah, he was. He just chews on, on lettuce and becomes miserable. Yeah, he was supposed to come in and talk about um, tin tops, and and didn't. He did not. Although excited, we, we, we've got a special guest next week. Maybe, which means we're not going to be able to speak. No, it's not. Um, ho- yeah, uh, hopefully we, we, we get that guest on. Maybe. Well, if he doesn't, um, oh, I've got nothing because he's got more guns than the rest of us. <laughs> I think they've figured out who it is by now. <laughs> Well, quite frankly, <laughs> anyway, more we'll guns and, and doesn't use them. Well, we we don't know that. Oh, well, current affairs suggests. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we are calling it in the evening. Yes, before we get into <laughs> big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you from myself and Jimmy, and we will see you guys next week. Correct. We'll see you later. <laughs>